0: Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving.
1: Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and I'm here with former NFL player James Loving. So, James, um we 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 actually have to uh, give give some praise to the people in the midwest, don't we you know they're they're bearing down on some pretty cold temperatures out there right now
2: Well, that's how it is they say you know you live in no cold states, it's gonna get cold sooner or later
1: yeah well we we've been fairly lucky you know here up in Colorado, normally we get some of those cold temperatures, but it's been it's been actually pretty decent, so you know. Bless them for, the, for, for what they're dealing with, but they can keep it. We don't need it here. <clears throat> um, so, James, did, you know, I, I know you don't really watch right now so much college basketball hoops, but were you aware that, uh, you, you, you know, when you think of Tennessee basketball, you usually think of the women and, and what a great program that they have. But, you know, were you aware that the Tennessee Vols, the men's, are, have been number one in the country?
2: Well, no, I thought it was on Duke for a while. I think they lost the game, but didn't know Tennessee had a basketball team that good.
1: Yeah, they're they're nineteen and one. They're number one in the country. I was I I was amazed when I pulled that up today. I mean, I, I knew they had been up there, but I didn't realize that uh, that that the men have have really come on strong. So good for them. Good for Rick Barnes, who's the head coach there. He's he's done well for that team. He's been there since 2016, so obviously he's uh, done some good things for them. So fantastic, fantastic. We'll see what happens when March rolls around, but you know you know, you know as well as I do that things kind of change around a bit. So <clears throat> anyway, um, let's uh, before we get into talking about football, I want to talk a little bit about the NBA. And the first thing I want to talk about is Golden State Warriors. So they've been on an 11-game win streak, uh, and, and they're playing, you know, kind of their best basketball of the season. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Steph Curry was saying something about, you know, that they have to, you know, keep, keep this up, you know, just keep, keep playing like this for the rest of the season. But, you know, my thinking is they have two and a half months left of the regular season. Uh, do you think the Warriors can keep up this momentum through the end of the season?
2: Well, usually they say the team will get hot after all-star game if the team is going to keep it up. You know, they got Boogie cousin back. I mean, got him, you know, back from the injury, and they seem to start playing good. They weren't playing good at the beginning of the season, and everybody was talking about they have a misfunction in their squad. So um, I think they're going to continue it. You know, Boogie's playing good. Um, they all starting to get back to where, Um, They winning eleven games in a row, so um, I think they'll keep it up.
1: Well, someone asked a question the other day, and they were talking about uh, you know Clay Thompson, you know that they thought that he was like the 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 best shooter on the team. Do you think that's true?
2: I don't know between him and they say when Clay have a good game and then Steph have a good game, they say Steph the best shooter. You know both of them are streaky. You know, if you leave them open at three, they're going to hit four, five, six, seven in a row. So they both are like good outside shooters. You know, it depends on who's hot that night. You know, sometimes you see Jeff Curry only score 10 points and then you see Clay Thompson score 40, you know. So it depends, you know, who's hot that night. You know, both of them are,
1: yeah.
2: I think, both, both of them are about the same. I think it's you. Hell, if you're wide open, you should make it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And they, they, they seem to be, they, they definitely get the hot hand. There's no doubt about it. So um, so the, the other big news that's going on in the NBA has to do with New Orleans, uh, the Pelicans, you know, player Anthony Davis. So, you know, initially it was kind of, you know, put out that he was requesting to trade. You know, rumors have that the Lakers are wanting to trade for Davis. And will give up Lonzo Ball and two other players. Um, Couple questions I have on this: First of all, how do you see the Lakers doing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis together?
2: Well, I mean, yeah, look at it. They they got to give up a lot of players, and it's going to have just two players. What's your bench going to look like, and your other players? You know, you got to have you got to have more players than just two. So, you know, they got to give up a lot. Giving up of Ball ain't nothing. I think they had to give up Kuzma and Ingram and first round. That's most of the uh, other young players. So, you know, they might go from score, you know, 30, 40 points, you know. But you got to have other players when they get tired to come off the bench to keep scoring up. So, you know, it looks good on paper for the Lakers to sell tickets you know, getting no superstar with LeBron, but, you know, you're giving up a lot of your other good players, too, that can help you, you know, down the stretch. So, I don't know. They, they're they going to do it. They're going to make the trade happen, what I heard, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, they've been wanting, you know, they, they wanted early in the season to have two, you know, another superstar on the team, but, you know, and, and, and with LeBron, he was out hurt for a while. Um, I think he's supposed to come back sometime this, this week, I believe the end of this week. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you know, and, and they're needing him, you know, the, the the Lakers just they they're not as good without him as they are with him. So um so I guess the other question I have and it has to do with Lonzo Ball, you know, we you, you, you you've been very vocal about how you feel about Lonzo Ball and, and especially his dad. But um, if Lonzo Ball, if he goes to the Pelicans or gets traded to another team, because I think I've heard something about he may go to, to, to Arizona or some, somewhere. Anyway, um, if he goes there, is this the beginning of the end of his career?
2: Well, the beginning of the end of his career was with the Lakers. You know, one, his dad run his mouth, and he wasn't, he wasn't doing that, you know. He had to go out there and, and play, and he wasn't even really doing much, you know, the dad running his mouth. And that made it even more tougher on him. And now he's just an average. I'm think nine points a game, something like that. You know, and they yeah. number two overall pick, and you know. So uh, I think a long time ago it started to go down with him. Um, nobody was kidding him because they were protecting him. You know, he had that injury that ended his. Uh, he wasn't playing at the end of the season last year, so people, you know, well, um, stopped thinking about him. And then when LeBron came, like you. People, you know, didn't notice him anymore. He wasn't in the spotlight, so you couldn't see how bad he was doing. Because you had LeBron there. Dennis there haven't said much, so that kept him out of the spotlight. So I think his career has been already you know, over. I can't see him going to another team average at 30 and 20 something. You know, he's just not that type of player. And uh, I think he's just going uh, to come out to be where the five, six years he's going to be that bust player.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, it, it is kind of interesting that now LeBron's gone. I think at first the you know the father, Lonzo Ball's father, you know he had kind of said some things, but something must have really been said to him, because you don't hear anything from him anymore, which is probably a good thing. You know, let 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 his son play, let his son do what he needs to do. You know, if he's going to continue to have a career. You know, and, and back off everybody, but, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting <laughs> that that's happened. So, anyway, um, so more about Anthony Davis. So, now yesterday, the NBA handed down a fine to Anthony Davis for $50,000 after his agent said that his client wants to be traded to a team that allows him a chance to win consistently and compete for a championship, Unquote. So in the NBA's collective bargaining agreement, it prohibits players and their agents from publicly requesting trades. I wasn't aware of this. I was, like, I was like, well, what's so bad about this? I didn't realize they had that in there. So to me, I think this is something foolish to have in the collective bar- bargaining agreement. What's your thoughts on that?
2: No, well, that's the rule. You know, they can't speak out. Or where they want to go, or what team? Uh, like Magic got fined for that year ago, talking about the player be good in um, L.A. You know, you can't say that, and that's the rule that the teams for you know another team for if they want to trade for that person. You know, so I mean, it's the rules, and he understood it. He said, "Hey, I approve. but you know, they knew what they were doing it. Getting that out there, where he want to go, and he want to get traded. So. $50,000 ain't nothing when you are making $35 million a year.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know it's a drop in the bucket, but still it's just like I, I, I wasn't aware that they even had that kind of rule. So uh, maybe I should pull up the collective bargaining agreement and read through it. Um, so the last thing I want to I mention before we take our first break was um, I also heard that LeBron James had posted online that he would like to play alongside Anthony Davis. You know, so wouldn't this be thought of as tampering and kind of, you know, going against against the collective bargaining agreement?
2: uh they they they, they talked about it and it came out to where they weren't going to find him because of something I don't know what they did, but you know, he got away with it. You know, but that's LeBron. He always getting away with things, so they don't want to piss him off, so they didn't find him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do what they're going to do. <clears throat> All right. Well, you know what? Let's take our first break. When we come back, uh, I want to talk about some things going on in the NFL before we talk about the Super Bowl. So we'll be right back.
3: The Internet's number one talk station. Number
0: one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and I'm sitting here talking with former NFL player James Loving. So James, um, <clears throat> you know, let's 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 get in and talk a little bit about uh, the NFL, and I want to talk a little bit more about, you know, kind of more of the repercussion of what happened um, in the 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 game between the Saints and the Rams. <clears throat> so there's been a lot more discussion, you know, about the no call during the game um, in, involving the defensive okay. interference play. Um, Apparently, they're also, they, they went back and they saw that it was helmet to helmet hit, so they, they fined the cornerback for that. Um, the NFL has come out and said that the play was completely missed, um, and, and that the refs are only human, you know, and it's, of course, time to move forward. You know, they, they, the, the, yeah. the, head, the head ref, he apologized because he said it was clearly missed. You know right in front of right in front of the TV in front of everybody right in front of the the, the refs <clears throat> so <clears throat> excuse me, we were talking about a couple things you know last time of, of what uh, some of the coaches were going to ask for for changes, but um, so the NFL themselves have, have looked into some things, and they're considering a plan that would allow limited coaches' challenges for incorrect judgment calls that also uh, you know, could include a penalty or time runoff if the coach is wrong. Um, and there was another thing that's been brought up by some of the, the, the refs, you know, that have said, you know, why not have an eighth ref at each game uh, that would sit upstairs and, and call a penalty, call, excuse me, call a penalty on an egregious penalty, you know, if it, if, if, if it's something that's blatant that wasn't called, you know, if a flag wasn't thrown, um, that's not, not called on the field, you know, d- do you think either one of these things would help, could help, you know, because I, I agreed what we said last week. If, if they, you know, reviewed all these, you know, all these uh, so-called missed calls, I mean, it's going to really add so much time to the game.
2: Yeah, I hope we don't talk about this no more. I'm tired of it because they can't change the rules. Like I told you before, so, they changed the rules to slow the game down. I mean the refs missed the call, it happened. The Saints lost the game. I mean it's too much talk over that one little thing that went on. It was big but it's over with and they need to just you can't bring the game back and have the Saints win. And they keep coming up with these new rules, you know, let's try and get a an eighth ref up in the bull for it. You know, I mean, it's just crazy. It, the ref missed the call, plain simple. There's a reason why the ref didn't call that. He probably didn't want to be the cause of a team losing, or, which he did. But, you know, it just you ever see those games with that type of end of game, the ref don't want to be the cause of it, you know, so, so they want to make a call, you know. But I don't know. They can't change it. It'll slow the game down. It'll be too much challenges and you see how now when a, a ref go to the uh, camera and look at a challenge that's like what one, one minute two minutes take and then you know you're sitting yeah, there and, you sit here waiting
1: five
2: minutes at time yeah. yeah i mean it's ridiculous you know they made a mistake hey just don't let those refs go into one of them playoff game again that's what you do so this is crazy it ain't gonna be no rule change i guarantee you because they was already complaining about the change they made this year. They didn't like it. Now they want to go back to the old ways, you know. So it won't be no – Oh, you're, you're talking the about the, the
1: overtime, how they do the overtime. Or, or, or well, overtime,
2: yeah. and I think the, the, the one penalty of um, defensive um, pass, it, it was just crazy. No other one where you hit the quarterback. Remember that one? They was complaining because mm-hmm. they said it was too touchy of a, you know – and they changed that to me where they weren't calling so much during the season. But, you know, just too much right now, you know. the bad right. call. Move on with it. God.
1: Well, you know, one of the things I, I can understand, um, too, is, is, you know, the, the, the Saints, they really got robbed. You know, we, we know they really got robbed of this. Um, but people have really... You know, they, they they've really taken it to the nth degree. Apparently, the um, the the defensive back uh, that caused the the penalty, um, uh, R- R- Robbie Coleman, uh, is his last name. You know, he got a lot of threats from the Saints fans, um, and even wow. Sean Payton, head coach. I mean. He he was angry. He said like 24 hours, and he stayed in his house for three days, and 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 didn't didn't answer the phone, didn't leave, didn't do anything. You know, he was just super depressed because it's just it's crazy. You know, it's crazy what 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 that one play non not calling it how it how it affected a lot of people.
2: Get over it. It didn't change the game, and they didn't come back the and him the game. So get over it. <laughs> Next year. Very
1: well, okay. So so moving forward, you know, there's a lot of angry people, you know, saying that neither team, neither the, the, the Patriots nor the Rams, you know, ultimately they, they don't think that they deserve to be in the Super Bowl because of, of refs' calls. You know, and there's people that are, that oh, are totally boy. going to boycott the, the, the game. Hey,
2: my good boy. They're going to still have a sellout for the Super Bowl and they're going to make their money. They was talk about boy time when they was kneeling. Everybody, they still make their money. It's just a bunch of talk. They'll get over it. Next year will be a different year. They'll
1: be well, all right. Especially if their team starts winning. If <laughs> their team starts It'll winning, that's, right. that's always a change in how how people look at things. So we'll see. Um, you heard that Rob Ryan? Um, he got he's back in football. He's uh, an inside linebacker coach with the Redskins. So well, he's back, and I know that uh, you know, Rex Ryan's not back yet. But you know he'll be—he will soon enough. We know that that'll—that'll that'll be happening. But anyway, um, so the the next thing I want to talk about was the Baltimore Ravens. So they've turned their quarterback duties over to quarterback Lamar Jackson. Do you see the Ravens keeping <sighs> Joe Flacco another season or trading him?
2: No, I heard they're gonna trade him uh, somewhere like Jacksonville or Washington. And he'll go somewhere and start, you know, a couple of years, so he'll be all right, you know. Uh one of those teams will pick him up or they need a veteran quarterback. And I um, mean he'll start. He'll be he'll be all right. So I think it'd be Washington where he end up at.
1: Yeah. With Washington. Huh. So you don't you don't think that they're gonna keep uh their quarterback with Washington?
2: Alex Smith is done. He got a real bad fractured leg, and they say he can't Oh, play you're, no right, more. you're right.
1: You're right. You're right. totally, totally forgot about his, that.
2: And that was a quarterback. Yeah, infection in his leg, so he's done. So they looking
1: yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. He'll never. Yeah, he. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. He won't be back. Sorry, I forgot about that. I don't know how I forgot it, but. Um, so speaking about former players and and disgruntled people. Um, so Deshaun Jackson, you know, he's a wide receiver with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, and here we're talking about, you know, the NBA where players can't say that they want to get traded. Well, <laughs> that would really knock over well with the, the NFL. So Deshaun Jackson's now saying that he'd like to become a member of the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> and, and that, that would actually be kind of interesting to have him on there. But I think they, I don't know how, how well that would work because I think they already got a pretty good receiving core. You know what? What do you think about uh, Deshaun Jackson going with the Rams? I, I I don't think they have it in their budget to do that though.
2: Well, he's he's in his tenth or eleventh year, so he know he getting older. So he know he's not gonna get the money that he get if he's younger. So he know he has to take a pay cut, and he wouldn't take a pay cut to go with a good team as a Super Bowl contender. And you know? he'll be good with the Rams. Cause the Rams. I think the speedy receiver just got back and he's been injured and he ain't been really doing that good. I want to say Watkins, Sammy Watkins.
1: Yeah, Sammy Watkins, yeah.
2: Buffalo. And he ain't been really doing that. So they need a guy like um, Deshaun to just you know clear it out for him, you know. And, and he still got some a couple two or three years left to him. So, but he know to take a pay cut, you know, to go to a contender team in that many years in the NFL. So, you know, it might be a good team for him.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would that would be uh, interesting. I mean, but the thing is, is you know, he he's he's it seems like he gets dis- disgruntled anywhere he goes. You know, he was you know talking about because he was with the Eagles for a while and got kind of disgruntled. You know, I don't know. I I he, uh, you know, he, he, down. obviously with what's that.
2: He calmed it down. You know, beginning his career, he was running his mouth, and you know, then I think he went to Washington was the next place he went. But um, he ain't been like getting the news like all the other receivers. So you know, he's he's been injured a lot. You know, at Tampa, but you know, he's calmed it down. You know, Uh, he's at the later part of his years, and he probably won a ring. And he's looking at you know what team I go to get a ring. You know, so.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, Jackson's now 32, so next season he'll probably be 33. So yeah, he is definitely coming towards the end of his end of his playing time. So hopefully he saved his money wisely. Um. So Rob Gronkowski, you know, tight end for the New England Patriots, you know, he said that you know he'll he will wait about three weeks or so after the Super Bowl and kind of decide what he's going to do in the future, you know, because. He's, he's maybe contemplating retiring or, you know, he may keep playing know, he doesn't know. Uh, now, you know, we've been watching him and he's not playing at all as he had. You know, he gets injured a lot. He's been in the league for eight years. Is it time for him to retire?
2: Well, that depends on if they win Super Bowl. If they win Super Bowl, I think he'll come back for one more year. If they lose, I think he'll retire. So I think it's all going to on. This game coming up Sunday for
1: him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll be interesting. But anyway, all right. Well, let's take a break. We come back. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, things in the in the NFL and things that you're thinking, and then we'll talk about the Super Bowl. We'll be right back.
3: Streaming live
4: Our humanity is a thing we take for granted, but it takes many forms and it requires much of us to fully express it. Listen to On Living, The Trauma and Beauty of Being Human with host Dr. Leanne Nguyen. This program will explore topics about survival, fulfillment, hope, connection, being fully alive to ourselves and to others. Guests or people whose life experience inspires us to reflect on these questions. Tune into On Living, broadcasting live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no.
0: Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
3: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
0: You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and I'm here with former Philadelphia Eagle wide receiver, James loving. So James, before we took a break, we were talking about, you know, Rob Gronkowski. So let's let's talk a little bit more about uh st- stick with New England. Let's talk about Tom Brady. Um, rumor has it that if if he wins the Super Bowl this year that he's going to retire. You know, got to remember he turns 42 in August, which for a quarterback is, you know, Getting kind of kind of hold up there for for quarterbacks, uh, but he's in great shape. That's that's the good thing. You know he's he's he's, you know, maintained himself and he works out and he's great, on all that end. But do you seriously think he's going to retire now after winning this one Super Bowl, or another Super Bowl? I should say.
2: Nah, I think they go another year and then, like I said, this thing will be like grunt, You know, if they win. I think. Tom might consider doing one more year, you know, uh, if they, if they lose, I think he probably contemplate on really, you know, that. I could see New England getting a, not um, another quarterback starting to, um, groom them, you know. But, you know, it's like, you know, it's like Grant, you know, it's gonna depend on they win or lose, you know. Tom, you know, the quarterbacks this year are really protected, so for him to get hurt, it's gonna be really rare. If you see most of your quarterbacks that got hurt, Galapagos and Carson they got hurt really on their own, running the ball, you know, a non-contact injury. So I don't think you've seen any quarterback get hurt from a hit because they blow the whistle too soon. Or, you know, they know they're going to get a penalty if they hit them. So, you know, the league is a lot different. I think about five or six years ago, they didn't have all these rules. Tom won't be playing this long because they'll be tearing his butt up. They're going be getting all these calls, you know, real quick. So, you know, like they say, he, he's talking about, you know, but I think he got at least just one more year in him, that's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you're right regarding staying one more year because he doesn't really have – I mean, he had a backup, and look what happened to him. He's now, you know, is the quarterback for – starting quarterback for uh, San Francisco, Garoppolo. So, you know, I, I don't even, I haven't even looked to see who his backup is at this point. If even, I mean, I know he has a backup, but who is it? <laughs> you know? but, um, but speaking of being protected, that was another thing I wanted to talk about was um, they have, uh, the, the Patriots, they have one of the biggest players in the NFL, you know, on on the the. You know, help, helping out. You know, he's on the off, offensive line. Um, his name is Trip Brown. He's six foot eight, three hundred and eighty pounds, and very rarely do you see big players like that anymore. But uh, you know, but you know, according to to the team and and everyone that's known this guy, you know, he's he's a big guy, but he's yeah, he 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 has a, a huge heart and. He's doing, you know, everything he can to protect Tom, you know, because that—that's, you know, you're right. There are a lot of players are unable to get to him, and and I think part of it is 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 this kid, you know, this this 6'8", 380 pounder, you know, who's who's in there protecting Tom, you know, and and keeping the defense from out of there. So, but it but it's it's it was kind of a little little deceiving when I when I. I was reading about him and 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 his size, and I'm like, you don't see players that big anymore because you know he's 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 a big physical presence, and apparently he can move pretty good too, um, but normally guys that big can't move that well, and and teams normally don't take a chance on 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 ones like on one players that big. So uh, that's something that that. Uh, you know, to watch out for is, is this guy, you know, during the game, during the Super Bowl. So um, anyway, but he's, he's got, he's got people protecting him. So, all right. I don't want to talk about the Super Bowl just yet. We'll leave that for here in a little bit. But um, so we we know that eight, eight NFL teams now have new head coaches and, you know, it's hard for a team to to turn things around in, in one year. So I'm going to ask you which which of the eight teams do you think are going to do better next season? You know, with the new head coach. So the so the eight of them. You know, we got the New York Jets and, and Adam Gacy is now the the head coach. He had been the defense coordinator with the Broncos. He had been the head coach recently with Miami. Uh, the Cleveland Browns. They basically they had their offensive coordinator Freddie Kitchens, who's now uh, their head coach, and that. Pick kind of decide you know kind of surprised me. I thought you know they had their interim defensive coordinator as their head coach for a while, and then they they chose him to be their their head coach. Uh, the Bron- Broncos they went out and got uh, Vic Fangio. He was the Broncos defensive coordinator. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, Bruce Arians. Uh, he had been the Arizona Cardinals head coach, um, not this past year but the year before. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. They now have Cliff Kingsbury. Um, He's kind of an unknown. He had been previously the Texas Tech head coach, so he's new to the NFL. Uh, Green Bay Packers, they have Matt LaFleur. He had been the Titans offensive coordinator. Cincinnati Bengals have Zach Taylor. Uh, He had been the Rams quarterback coach. And then the Miami Dolphins is Brian Flores. Um, And he's the New England Patriots defense coordinator. And I was I'm kind of impressed with this guy. I've done some, some reading on him, and, and he's, he's kind of an impressive, impressive guy. So of these, so the Jets, the Browns, the Broncos, Buccaneers, Cardinals, Packers, Bengals, Dolphins, of these teams, which ones do you think are going to do better this, this coming season?
2: All of them going to do better. All they want them to do is first-year coaches come in, win some games, get their team together because there ain't no coach they came in their first year and go to the Super Bowl and win it. So all they're looking for them is to, um get their young players going. So um, get their team together and just start building. You know, it's gonna take two or three years for them to really show any progress. But they just want them to win a few games here and there and that's about it, you know. It's not which team gonna go to Super because neither one of those teams gonna go to Super Bowl, you know, win it. So they just sitting there to you know like I said, build a team, you know. Build that one or two years, and then that third year maybe compete for a playoff spot, and then you know, go to Super Bowl. So, you know, that's all they had to do to start off the year. They don't expect much from these um coaches when they first come in, you know, because they got to get their players in there when they, you know, trade and and all that. It's like a college coach when they go to a new school, you know, it take them a couple years because. You got the other coaches' players in there, you know.
1: You got to get his players in there, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think they, they, yeah, definitely all do better. But and and you're right, they definitely none of them, should, you know, probably will go to the Super Bowl. You know, uh, that's 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 never a given. But McVay, it took him two seasons to get to the Super Bowl. That's kind of a, a, a interesting feat, but. Um, these guys, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's going it's you know, because cause as you say, it takes a while, you know, for for coaches to get to know their players and and the players to get to know the coaches and to understand what it is they want them to do and uh, be able to find the the right players for for the position. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. I just I just don't know how. You know, a couple of these, I I, I don't really don't see. For me, like like uh, you know Cliff Kingsbury, you know he's he's such an unknown, you know he he did he did good with Texas Tech, but you know NFL is so different. You don't know what's what's going to happen with him, but um, you know Bruce Bruce Arians, we all know how he was as a head coach, you know uh, uh, Adam Gasey, he was a great defensive coordinator, but I don't I don't think he was. A, I don't know. I, I've 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 yet to be seen if he's a, a good head coach. So, th- those are those are only two that I can I can really say give any definites on the rest. We'll have to see. But like I said, I did some some reading on Brian Flores, uh, the Miami uh, the New England Patriots defense coordinator who who will become the Miami Dolphins head coach next season. And if you get a chance to read a breed about him. He's got a, a, an interesting background and, you know, interesting philosophy, and of course he follows the Belichick, <laughs> you know, he's, he's under, was under him for, for a few years, so um, we'll see if, if he does things that Belichick did. So, all right, James, let's get into talking about the Super Bowl. The um, first thing I, I want to ask you is, you know, I, I want to I put you on the gun a little bit and... Um, Figure, find out from you who will have a better game. And let's first of all talk about the quarterbacks. So Tom Brady for the Patriots and Jared Goff for the Rams. Which of these two will have a better game?
2: No matter who, whatever Tom do, they say a better game. I mean last year, Dick Fo won the Super Bowl, got MVP. And they still talk about Tom had 500 yards passing. And, and you know, they'll try to make it like Tom had a better game. You know, if he didn't that last play of the game when he got ball knocked out, and he was coming back to win it. So I was always going to say Tom had a better game, you know. So um, that's what expect, Tom getting in the league, you know. So I going to say Tom.
1: But what do you say?
2: It ain't going to matter because I don't think Jerry Goff Man, I don't really throw the ball that much. I think the last game he had 150 yards passing or something like that. Mm-hmm. He ain't that five, 400 yard passer you know and they got a great running back, two running backs. You know I mean if he had a 300 yard game you know and win the game, I would say he had a better game but you know I don't know I think it's going to be come down to the running game with both teams you know. Um, All right. If the New England running back, Michael's do good and you know I think the quarterbacks It ain't going to matter what they do, you know?
1: Okay, well, let's talk about the running backs then. So for the Rams, they have Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson. Uh, And for the Patriots, they have Sonny Michel and James White. Um, Who between the two will have, do you think, will have a better better game? Better time with the ball? I don't know.
2: Don't know that either. So they said Gurley wasn't hurt last game. He only had four rushes that they gave him. Something is wrong with him, you know. Maybe this 2 weeks layoff, he gets better. But, you know, it might come down to CJ, you know, for them, you know. Um, Michelle Wyatt's been playing really good, you know, he's back from his injury. And so, you know, I think Michelle probably has a better, if Mm -hmm. Gurley ain't hurt, like they're trying to say he's not. But you only get a guy hit four four carries in a game, something ain't right. You know, you see him on the sideline on the bike, you know. He's supposed to be this MVP you know, so I, I, I think Michelle had a better game because I think Gurley is still hurt. C.J., is just to back up, you know, when he first had that big game, I think teams weren't expecting him. You know, and that's why he had that great game that, you know, that day. So, but I'd say New um, England running back had a better game.
1: Okay. All right. Let's, uh, before we take our, our last break, let's talk about the defense. Who's Which defense is going to be better, New England Patriots or L.A. Rams?
2: I don't know. You know, you keep saying who will be better. Who should be better is the Rams, where they got the better players on defense. But we said that about, you know, Kansas City, and New England tore them apart, you know. So the Rams got the better team um, on paper. You know, they got the cornerbacks, the league. They got um, Donaldson. They got Sue, you know. I mean, on paper, Rams should be, but like you say, any given Sunday, anything can happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, 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 and and their coach, their defensive coordinator. I mean, I, I always got to give to Wade Phillips. So I, I think that the Rams, the defense, should should and will do better. You know, they got some some things set up. So, all right, let's take a last break and we come back. There's a few more things I want to talk about the Super Bowl, and we'll be right back.
0: Join Jim and Trav this week on The Revolution as they discuss backcountry DIY hunting adventures and world record whitetails. Tagging along with the boys will be Chris and Casey Kiefer, hosts of Dropped, and Gordon Whittington, editor-in-chief of North American Whitetail and charter team member and regular contributor to North American Whitetail TV. Jim and Trav's trail-to-adventure discussion is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel.
4: The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio.
3: Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and I have with me former NFL player James Loving. So, uh, James, you know, but before, before I'm, I'm going to have you commit again to say who, who wins the Super Bowl, I um, want to talk about wagering on the Super Bowl. So this year, they, they predict there's going to be estimated $6 billion, That's with a B as in boy being wagered on the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, so it's going to basically blow out any, any wagering in the past. So some of the bets are on which team will win. You know, did you know that there are over a thousand ways to bet on the game, you know, like MVP, the point spread, but there are less traditional ways to bet on the game, you know, like total TDs, total combined yards of all field goals, and who will commit the first turnover. Uh, Someone's going to make a lot of money, so would you bet on any of these less traditional ones?
2: I don't know, I mean, it, like you say, there's so many different ways people bet. They bet squares, they bet you who's know, gonna win points, who's gonna score the first kick, I mean, field goal, or, you know, it's a different, uh, I don't know, I, you know, it's fun to do that when you're with a group of people, you bet betting and, you know, just make it more interesting, but, you know, I wouldn't do it if I wasn't, you know, just into it, but, you know, um Whoever gets the ball first, I think they'll score either field goal or touchdown. Plain and simple, you know. So uh, both teams are highly, you know, could score. And like I told you before, I think the game gonna start off slow because both teams gonna try and fuel each other. Third and fourth quarter when, you know, it's like hey, dual die, but they're gonna pull out every stop they could, trick plays and all that. So um, there's a lot of way to bet, you know. I mean. It's fun for Super Bowl parties, you know. I don't know all the ways, but uh, I'm sure that's the same way when you bet on horses and all that, you know. so many different ways you can bet on it, you know.
1: So, Yeah. Yeah, I'd be able... To, one of the reasons why they're saying there's so much money being wagered is, you know, people can bet that now it's open in, in certain states, so not just limited to voting in, in Vegas. So... You know, you can you can vote in New York, and you know, uh, yeah. I think I think uh, I can't remember how however many states, but there's quite a few states that are allowing betting nowadays, and and so a lot of the casinos have opened up and <laughs> and and are accepting bets in in some of those. So, but as far as some of these these obscure ways, I mean, you know, total number of yards in a in all field goals. You know that I think that that's that's kind of a crazy number. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I wouldn't do it. I, I, I would have to go with more. You know who's going to win and go with more of the straight betting. But I know you don't win as much when you do that. So, um. Oh, so Brandon Cooks, he's the wide receiver for L.A. Rams, and you know he was a former receiver for uh, the Patriots. So he has a lot to prove to his former team. Uh, do you see him succeeding in the Super Bowl?
2: I don't Improving know. Like that I said, Rams ain't really that pass of a squad, you know? So, I mean, if he have a good game, I mean, I got to say, you know, he had to prove something for them, letting them go. But I don't know. I, I've never... Um, think he's gonna have no hundred yard game. If he do, it means um the Rams running game ain't working and Gurley is still hurt. So if they're not running the ball, I think he will have a good game. He's a good receiver. Uh I don't know why New England got rid of him, but that's New England. Uh they feel they can do better with just an average guy, you know, with that system they run. But um I'm sure he's out there wanna prove him, wanna beat him. I mean just like when um Ashawn Jeffrey played the Bears, you know, and he wanted to beat the Bears. So. Um, you yeah. always have something when you're playing a team to get rid of you. You know, that animosity, you want to beat them and you got to play harder.
1: you got to remember, I mean, the Rams paid, signed him to a big contract. They're paying a lot of money. And if they're not going to throw the ball to him, then why have him out there? I mean, why even sign him? That's, that's what I don't get if they're not going to be throwing the ball that much.
2: Well, they thought golf, Jared Goff was going to be what they were. The beginning season looked that good, but if you know this season, he was throwing less. You know, he wasn't that good, you know, and I think they figured that out. Like, wait a minute, we're going to let him throw him, put the game, and lose the game, you know. So I think the Rams figured something out about him because I didn't think he was that great of a quarterback, but he had that good year. Last year came out. in this year, I think he started off, Good, and then he started to get bad. You know, only 150 yards a game, and you know they start seeing different things in him. You know, so they're taking the ball out of his hands. And with the Super Bowl, with they're behind, they have to put the ball in his hands. So,
1: we'll see. Yeah, yeah. All right, James, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you say it again. Who do you think is gonna win, Patriots or Rams?
2: Well, who I want to win is the Rams. And who I think to win is the Rams keep the game close with New England. New England's gonna pull it out. They always do. I told everybody that when they're playing Kansas City, Kansas City had to go in there and beat New England at least by ten, you know, two scores. Ten, ten points or thirteen something. But if they keep the game close, New England's gonna win. I want the Rams to win. The Rams got the better defense on paper. Got the better running back. Um, quarterback is just average, but on paper, they got the better team, better defensive coach on their side. So it's my thing. I have to say the Rams, but if the game is close, it'll be New England in the end because Tom always pull it out. With a call that the ref give them.
1: Okay, so if it's close, Patriots going to win. If not, Rams are going to take it home. Yeah. All right, James. Well, you heard it here. We'll see what happens on Sunday. So are you going to be able to watch the game?
2: I'm going to try. I really don't want to watch it, but we'll see. One of those games (laughs) that I haven't haven't even watched sports since I found out they're going to be in the Super Bowl because it's like something you get tired of seeing. We're in there every year, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll be watching. I'll probably be watching more, more likely for the commercials than anything, so. I'm not really into the, this, this Super Bowl, but I'll, probably, I'll be there. I'll be watching. So, All right, James. Well, hopefully you uh, are able to watch the game, and, and uh, we'll end up seeing what happens. But uh, we'll be back next Wednesday. Uh, we'll be here. Hopefully everyone turns back in and listens to us. But you have a great week.
0: we